1: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robes from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 168, January 10th, 2022. Monday, Dave, we uh, we had an eventful week on the podcast here. we uh, were with the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast guy, uh, guys, Aaron and Daniel. Great show on, uh, on Thursday night. With a lot of laughs, and then Dave and Dave and I joined Dave and John on Sunday night for their show on Thursday. They're going to put out from the uh, level of playing field podcast. A uh, little lengthy show last night. Lots of conversation, lots of uh, lots of laughs, and lots of different things going on. So it's a it's a, di- a different week for the fourteen twenty sports podcast. Brand new week starting up. The NFL season ended last night with a lot of a lot of crazy games. And uh, now, of course, on Black Monday, I guess they call it coaches getting fired and everything else. Dave, I never did ask you, um, how do you finish off with your uh, football pool?
0: Oh, third, third. That uh, annoys me. Um, if um, if Vegas would have, uh, if uh, the Chargers would have covered the spread last night, I would have finished in second. But oh well. What about your fantasy pool? Oh fuck, I. Uh, Once I knew I wasn't going to finish DFL, I, uh, I made some trades and I I got a lot of picks for next year's draft.
1: So as long as you didn't finish in last place, you're not anting up for the food and the booze.
0: Exactly. Like, so it's, it's a 12 player league. Um, whoever gets who, uh, DFL hosts for like, well, we do it at a, obviously at a, at a boardroom kind of thing. Um, uh, but then you supply food for, and beer for, for 12, 12 Twelve men, twelve hungry men on a Sunday that's gotta, afternoon.
1: That's got to be a four hundred dollar touch. I would, I would get going. It's got to be right around that, that, uh, that, that, that number value for sure.
0: Plus your one twenty five entry fee, right? So yeah, you're down five hundred after uh, if for DFL.
1: Yeah, so you better know what you're talking about you enter that football pool.
0: Yeah, uh, every every Monday after
1: the, the uh, football season ends, there were some ch- coaching changes yesterday in, in the NFL because there was games on Saturday. And they, they couldn't wait till Monday morning to just do it with everybody else. But every every year, there's coaching changes. And every year, you're, you're like, okay, well, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. He's gone. He's gone. And then there's some that scratch your head, like the one with the Miami Dolphins. Don't care what the guy's name is. doesn't matter to me one bit. But they finished. Uh, they won eight of their last nine games and make a coaching change. That's one, Dave, I don't understand. You have a young quarterback in Tua who seemed to be coming into his own. And they still decided to make a coaching change when they couldn't have been, you know, you're, you're right there in a playoff, in a playoff hunt. Dave, what kind of logic would go into that kind of a coaching change?
0: Um, It just so happened they were talking about it on uh, 960 uh, out of Calgary today. Um, the, the expert, I don't know who the expert was, but, uh, he said, um Dave Van Roves. <laughs> <Nah>, I <laughs> no, I just regurgitate what he said. Yeah. Um he, take, take credit, man. Take credit. Your spin <laughs> on it. He said he was he's uh he's uh, surprised, but he's not shocked. Um apparently this guy, uh the coach, um is a little power hungry and he kind of maybe wrote his mouth was writing checks that his uh coaching ability couldn't cash. Um the the Dolphins were expected to take this next step. Like since he took over, they've I think they even made the playoffs as a ten win team last year. Uh, they didn't take the step, and then you know they, you win eight in a row, but then maybe you shouldn't have lost five of your first six is is kind of the problem, and having to play catch up and then and then lay an egg to finish year because uh, they they didn't make the playoffs, and I think that was uh, what was expected of him. And apparently, he 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 ruffles quite a few feathers uh, in his higher-ups. And there's not a lot of higher-ups once you're a head coach of an NFL team. There's probably three. Yeah. You, you got
1: the owner, you got the GM, and you got the account. And that's probably it. And, 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 and then and the owner's wife is pretty much maybe four. But <laughs> that's pretty much all you got, and that's all you can say. I, I've always wondered, Dave, like you, you look at the Chicago Bears and Nagy, He's been a dead man walking with a terrible franchise, uh, not not franchise, uh, a franchise in the last X amount of years has been not very good with not a history of winning with not much hope. And then they, they wait till the bitter end of the season and you just watch these teams just crumble and, and not progress. So now you got to bring in new players and do it all over again. I don't understand why, we've talked about before in the past, why a GM gets the free pass, but I don't understand why they don't say, okay, let's bring in a new coach midseason. And th- th- this is the guys we have, and this is what we're doing. And so, cause you can't, you can't change a whole football team in the off season. Why not bring a guy in when you know that, that what the, the nucleus that you have isn't working or because it could be the coach. Why not bring a guy in when you're eight and or three and eight, sorry, and say, okay, finish off the season. Let's see what we got with with a new guy, or let's bring an assistant up with a new guy, and let's actually see what we got, and not just have some co- some lame duck coach
0: who's just he's just riding out riding out the paychecks. What I think happens is there's just so many moving parts to a, to an NFL team. Um, never mind the actual bodies that have to show up and 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 train every day. The, the schemes, the the styles, the, like this is what, this is our philosophy. There's just, there's just too much to change to really affect any change by bringing in a new coach. Um, what I think is um, that there's, unless a coach actually has lost the room and everybody is just willing to quit because they hate coach so much, I think that's when when a coach gets fired mid midseason, if he's just either being so terrible and almost derelict at his job or he's lost the room. And that's and that's when you uh, fire a coach midseason. Um, who's the fellow that coaches Dallas that used to be at Green Bay? What's his name?
1: Mike uh, uh, Mike McCarthy McCarthy yeah
0: I think they turfed him like when they when Green Bay let him go three years ago and I think with three or four games left the the Packers got raked over the coals in the media they were furious all the pundits and so maybe you know it doesn't bother me as a fan like and and someone who doesn't mind the Green Bay franchise it doesn't bother me at all but they took so much heat maybe that has something to do with it as well they they don't want all the pundits giving them bad press
1: yeah it just seems to me that they they just if you're going to mail it in which they seem to do why not just completely mail it in anyways and and, and try something different and and have your fan base behind you i i don't understand like you if you're giving up on the se- season which they usually do and they're going nowhere, and they know it. They're not trying trades. They're not. Like, what's hard, there's not many trades in, in any sport anymore. Like this isn't just an NFL thing, but an NHL thing, and a baseball thing, and a basketball thing. Apparently, but if you're going to mail it in, and why not see with what see, see what you got? Because, like I said, you I don't see I, I don't if if you're not listening to the coach now, you're not going to listen to him on week 17. And then I, I just don't understand it. Like, why would you have players just playing out the string? Because if because they they're, they they
0: want to advance their team as well, I, I don't understand it. Oh, and and the other thing is, well, I think it is because like like you can't. There's just too much that goes into to scheming and 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 the playbooks and everything. It's not like you can just. It's unlike any other sport, whereas where so many people have to be on the exact same page, and you're reading from quite a big book. Yeah. It's you you can't really make changes well, like what's a new coach going to do you can't change personnel you can't change the schemes you can't like if if a coach gets fired on monday morning and and this guy's in charge he's supposed to get like whatever 28 new new playbooks drawn up and and distributed in in 6 hours it's it's literally impossible i, think, to, I think that i think the night when we had
1: we had the guys from the uh the Bruliana sports podcast on, and Daniel said it best. He said a, a, the best head coaches are the guys who manage coaches, who manage players. They, they, they aren't the guys who are, are running the operation. They manage all the other coaches and they, and they take care of the players and, and more, more so as a uh, a friend of the players, not a friend, but you know, like the, they, they manage, they manage the egos, And then they coach the coaches, and that's how that's how a good NFL coach is. When these guys become, there's not everybody's Belichick, obviously, and not everybody's Daryl Sutter, obviously, NHL wise. Like these guys, there's so many coaches who try to be the smartest man on the planet all the time, and not everybody can be the smartest man on the planet. They just can't be, and I I I just don't uh, I don't understand how these coaches uh, and GMs make that. It's there's so many huge mistakes in most most sports of these guys, how is this guy a coach? Like you were saying last night um on the podcast that we were on last night with the level of the playing field guys that you said you could coach a football game from your couch, sometimes better than coaches do. And I agree with that with hockey and baseball myself. Like, like how, how is Brent Relinsky and Dave Van Robe sitting on their couch better than the guys who are making millions of dollars?
0: Yeah, not, not every day with all the ins and outs, but yesterday, the New York giants ran a quarterback sneak on third and eight from their own nine yard line who in the history of coaching that great game. And that man still has a job And well, as, as of this point, apparently he's meeting with the GM tomorrow, but I do oh. not understand it. I like that's, it's one of those things. Like, how is this going to work? And you know, and not even make sure you run plays that you're pretty sure aren't going to work, but you're setting them up for something later on down the game. When you, when you put everybody into a wedge and put, put everybody in the box and quarterback quarterback sneaked a ball from your own nine on a third down. You're not tricking anybody. You're not tricking anybody. And they got a half a yard. It was it was. It was one of the most ridiculous – yeah, it could be the single worst play call I've ever seen. This the, is not going to work. The, the The one thing I think was some some coaching
1: change that did happen, and I get it, but then there's some that didn't happen, and I, I don't get, but I kind of get it in the, in the sense that you, you, if you keep changing your coach, you're, you're going to keep changing your culture, and you have to get some consistency whether whatever sport you're in. You have to get some consistency. If you keep changing your coaches, it's tough to lure free agents. It's tough to keep your fan base invested in you. There's a lot of externals if you keep changing your coach. Like, when do you just say, okay, this is our guy and we have to stick with him? Because at the end of the day, it's a GM and more so the owner who d- makes the decision. Like, okay, we need to change this guy. We, when does a, a team finally say, we need to stick with this guy, even though we went four and twelve or we went sixty-three and ninety-nine or whatever. Like when's the team gotta go? Okay, this is what we're doing as as an organization. This is how we need to stick, we need to build something. We're not good. But if we keep changing coaches, we're not going to
0: get good. I I hear that. I do, but I think you don't change, you keep changing coaches. Until you find the right coach. Uh, let's take the Oilers. Like, people are screaming for Tippett's head right now. And I don't know if it's his fault. I'm not watching the Oilers enough. But, like, it, it, it's, it's, but it's clear. Not enough, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, it, it's clear that that there's something wrong right now. For as hot as they started the season, they're as icy cold now. But that's been the Oilers, right? Like, how many coaches have they had in ten years, and then fifteen years? Like, I don't, I don't don't, as well
1: been changing coaches. Yeah,
0: like, like, but the teams that are successful
1: have the same coach
0: because they have a good one, right? Like, uh, as much as I can't stand uh, the Steelers, I am very envious of their stability as a franchise. But three coaches in the history of that franchise—that's that's amazing. Tomlin's, yeah. I think what 15 years? He's never posted a losing record. Two he's seasons. All that, two he's seasons, all seasons of sure. Yeah. Then it
1: was uh Bill
0: Coward and who else before and that? then not Rooney. I'm looking at him. Rooney's the owner. The Rooney family is the owner. Chuck Knoll. There you go. What's his name. Yeah. Th- that's 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 amazing. And and it speaks to that stability of the franchise. And then which lends itself to to a rabid fan base, a compl- a fa- faithful, faithful fan base that travels well. Like it do you think
1: a- do you think you're ever going to see that again? You you have career guys like you. You go to baseball. Like the, the name Connie Mack, the guy's around forever. You had Billy Martin. Yeah, he went in and in and out with the Yankees forever, but he was there for a long time. Joe Torre with the Yankees was there for a long time. Cito Gaston with the Jays for a long time. You, you had uh, with the Atlanta Braves. Um, Bobby Cox, Bobby forever. Cox, forever, like forever. Do you think you you're ever going to see that again, or is it? Are we such a knee jerk reaction society now that we we need we need something now, and if it doesn't work, get rid of them, and that's in all facets of life, not just coaches, but like if we
0: don't get if we don't get what we need right now, we need to make a change. What I think is that in a game like uh, NFL football. You do have to give a guy at least three years to to implement your system, and and depending and and we've said this all the time as well. What are expectations? What kind of talent is on the field? Like when Irv got this job with Jacksonville this past year, expectations were low, right? But let's we now we got the- Well, he stepped on his own and,
1: dink and doing and doing everything exactly
0: right, so. like he's he like he he was he, he was in.
1: He could have went three and fourteen and not been a douchebag and still had a job.
0: Correct. As long as they start showing improvement and then they yeah. keep he can defend the choices he makes. But when he's doing the 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 stuff that, that's alleged he did, like with calling out coaches and players and well, telling everybody yeah. some girl saw his wife blah 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 there like you're not you're not a leader of men like this you're not like this isn't a dictatorship you have to you have to inspire the people that are working for you and that includes your staff your coaching staff as a head football coach not only your players and and that's a big thing and and, and he couldn't run his staff like he he was treating them like a, a bunch of kindergartners not like grown men who are paid a good amount of money to, to do a job to make the team that, that are, field. that are
1: his, his
0: responsibility. Employee, but his right.
1: responsibility. Yeah.
0: Yes. He's not signing their checks, but his, you don't he's give respect. You out. don't
1: get respect. So that's kind of the way it turned out with Irv and uh, we probably won't talk about him ever again. I think he's in the abyss now. Anyways, Dave, uh, I was a bit eventful week. Uh, I'm tired. I don't know about you. We had an eventful, uh week when the podcast uh lots of sports going on you had know, a tough you got a long day at work i had a long day at work but uh you know what? has been a, it's been a fun week the show we we're, we're going up up uh above and beyond what we thought thought we'd be a couple months ago but anyways uh thanks to uh, everybody's been listening make sure you guys follow the show wherever we, your podcast we have a, a logo update to change a little bit of a change in it, which means new new shirts and hats and everything else so make sure you guys follow us on twitter and instagram and facebook and get us to where we you get your podcast because we greatly appreciate uh, all the support you've given us in the uh, 16 months we've been doing this.
0: Yeah, this collaboration thing has been fun. Like I, we uh, never did it, and we did two and four days there. Uh, last night did it. It was out of the Sunday routine. Did get a little late. The the thing I do take to heart though is those boys we recorded with uh, are in Toronto.
1: They're in they're in Mississauga, yeah, Toronto. So they yeah, were up there later so- than we were.
0: so So, it was in the am when those guys so so, so good
1: good on good on those guys last night for uh, having us on and everything else it was a lot of laughs a lot of fun we got uh some some different conversations for sure
0: yeah and and it was good and then and it's something new and we're and then we enjoy it and and we'll see what happens down the road I, i can only imagine we'll we'll do it again maybe with uh the two groups we did it with maybe we can find some more but you know Oh, I got one lined up already. Yeah, oh, here we go. So now who do I got to fight with? I don't mind fighting with strangers. Apparently he's, a, he's, he's another
1: Pittsburgh guy, but he's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's level-headed. He's, a, he's level-headed. Anyways, 1420 podcast, four Brewers Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 sports podcast, four Brewers Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, I think it was on Saturday Night Dave, Patty Maroon and the Tampa Bay Lightning's. We're playing the Boston Bruins and Brad Marchand, super pest. The two of them were jawing uh, at each other a little bit. Marchand was saying, I own you. You can read his lips. Maroon, you could hear it on the microphone saying, I got three cups. How many you got? And blah, blah, blah. And so it goes. I love that kind of stuff. It reminds me back when I played hockey. I was a bit of a mouthpiece and it was always a lot of fun, and chat, the chatter between periods and stuff was a lot, it was always good, and you, and you, and you watch these guys who were millionaires doing the same thing we did when we were kids, it's, uh, but Pat Maroon, Jesus, like, Brad Sean's a borderline Hall of Famer, I didn't say Hall of Famer, borderline, he There's, played
0: on, he's, he's, a he's a lot closer than Pat
1: Maroon, he's a lot closer than Pat Maroon will ever be, and he's got an Olympic gold medal. He's world juniors, uh, Stanley cup. I think he's a hell of a player. Any team would, would love to have Brad Marchand on his, on their team, Pat Maroon. He's won three Stanley cups. Yes. One with St. Louis two in the COVID cups with the, uh, which is still Stanley cups, but two of the COVID cups with Tampa Um, to be chirping at a guy like Marchand about three cups. When you're a, I don't want to say fringe, but you're a, outlier player i think that's a bit a bit rich for maroon to be popping off to a
0: guy like brad marshall i you're right like because the the talent level the the caliber of player is hugely different like you win cups with people like marshall um every cup winner has players like maroon like yes. there's a you're a, maroon is an interchangeable part he's not a, he's not an integral piece um but you know, at the end of the day, chirping's chirping, and and Maroon's not wrong. And I can only imagine how much that drives Marshawn nuts to see that bum bragging about his three rings when I only got one, when I'm twice the player with three trips of a handful of rings, right? So yeah, exactly. Like, so what do you do? Like, at the end of the day, it is scoreboard, and if that's how you want to measure it, Maroon has scoreboard on a lot of guys. Yeah, like you, you look, you, you
1: talk. Oh, Jesus, God, we're getting old, Dave. I say that every, every show we talk about. It. We look back twenty some years ago when, when Patty Roy, Now he was allowed to say something when he said something to Roenick in the post game interview about he had two Stanley Cups plugged in his ears so he couldn't hear what Roenick was saying. Now that one is okay. That's a great chirp because Roy is has cups and then he won more with Colorado after that. It's uh, it, that one stands the test of time and that, that one probably. Which is a th- tough thing to do. W- would have shut Rowanick up. I'm a, s- a tough guy to shut up. But that would yeah,
0: probably. But
1: that one probably would have been like, oh, what do I say to this one? Because chirping can be tough when someone has a witty comeback that goes, oh fuck, I got nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's but so, yeah, <laughs> you're you're right <laughs> because because sometimes when someone can can talk a good game because you know I, like. <laughs> chirping's come a long way because it used to be just almost strictly homophobe blast back and forth a lot of f <laughs> and, uh, words a lot of this yeah, a lot of
1: that yeah you stupid f and blah blah yeah this that. Ass, yeah yeah
0: yeah so like to be witty and, and and uh and to be able to shut someone up because lord knows marshawn talks a lot of junk when he's on the ice like he that's, that's i would super like the very the second or third show
1: you're on with me dave we were talking Back last August, September of 2021, we were talking about having um mic'd up NHL. If you if you pay the money, sign the waiver, here's like there's it's not censored. How much would you pay for that? I would pay a pretty good chunk of change to hear to hear that to hear what's going on. I probably wouldn't let anyone under the age of 15, 14 to watch it with me, but. I think it would be entertaining as hell to pay to and listen to that. And, and there'd be a, have to be a tape delay, obviously what's going on, because there are some things that get said that we shouldn't, we is just not, not, not just um, for what they're saying against people, but for what might get said on the ice, Hey, you're getting traded. Well, the inside works that might be going on. I think it would be, it would be mesmerizing to, 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 to listen to something like that.
0: I would love it. I I would love it. And you know what? I don't think they will ever do it because there's just no way that you can keep kids away from that because dads are going to watch that with their kids. Like, yeah, I'm not saying I would, um, but I I know there is some dads that would. And from what I hear uh, from dads who have kids in hockey, the shit they talk to each other right now would make a, make a sailor blush. Really? That's, they know how to chirp don't don't worry even my son playing baseball it's more funny stuff it's not so much at each other that much but it's there's a lot of junk being talked and and that's just i think part of the game now it's just the way the game has changed whereas that would that would get my mouth washed out of soap you you play like with soccer right i was a pretty good mouthpiece and then like even i was told by more than one person that was older than me especially as i got a little bit older like when I say older, like into my late teens, early twenties, like this game is played with your foot, not with your mouth. Shut yeah. it, like. But <laughs> and by guys that I respected told me that. So it's I don't think that's the thing anymore. Everybody plays with their mouth. Well, because everybody, because everybody has the, something they've heard from
1: they saw in a meme or whatever, so they use it and they try for it with with whatever situation they got. Like it got. I think one of the funnier ones I ever had. Like I didn't say it, but like a coach said, "Can I get a penalty for thinking I think you're an asshole?" That one always made me laugh. <laughs> like it was always, it was a lot, a lot of funny stuff like that. Like the, but the stuff that guys are going with now, yeah, it does get a little bit, uh, a little bit crude. Do you think that guys, if you're a superstar and a all timer, let's say like Sidney Crosby, um, Ovechkin, do they, they probably get a free pass and don't have to put up with that kind of stuff. So, cause the game between the ears, they, they don't hear anything I I would assume. Because what do you what do you say to those guys?
0: Well, yeah, also because they also have supreme confidence in their game and their ability, right? And then so how do you you can't rattle them. Um, you can try, like you can try, but like at the end of the day, I can be uh, beaking all day to, in in Obi's ear.
1: I'm gonna go we, score.
0: But we both know how much better he is, and he's probably gonna make me, make me look a fool, like. What you gotta do is, is just find that weak link and then hopefully get that guy off his game and and then maybe draw a couple of stupid penalties or something like that.
1: I just thought of this, Dave. Instead of being like if you get uh if you're chirping a guy and, and trying to get him off his game, maybe that's why back in the eighties and the early 90s, when you had those big gorillas on the ice and the goons, that would get a guy thinking, Oh Jesus, this guy's on the ice with me. I better, because what did Dave Sminkle care if he punched that guy in the face? Yeah. I'm going to punch that guy in the face. If I get a pen, I don't care. So, so that might take, that That would probably take a superstar off the office game a little bit more than, than a bunch of lip service, would it not?
0: Yeah. And if, it'd just be like, you know, one more word. One more word. If you say, please, I am going to pound your mouth in. Like, you're not going to be talking. Or even better, if you, like you tough guy, and you, third liner, if you say one more word
1: to me, I'm going to go after your superstar. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go and punch him instead. So maybe you should shut up. I don't know. It's just, a di- it's, it's different. I, I just got to, when I was watching Maroon and Marshawn and night beaking at each other, it just brought back some pretty, pretty funny memories and things happening like that because it just, it, it, it goes to a whole new level. And the guys who are, are pretty good, they can talk. The guys who are really good don't have to talk and the guys who aren't very good, they shouldn't talk.
0: Yeah. Talking junk is a thing of sports. So like you you don't, you don't have to be taught how to do it. Like it's just competition at its highest level. And Winner. not feelings like you're you're going to let someone know and if you like uh cuz especially any kind of body contact sport right if you're it's it's going to happen it's, it's it's completely natural and and it's I mean, it's fun it's kind of fun it's fun to hear it's fun to it's fun to see people do it i know you may not know this answer so i'm going to ask you and maybe
1: we can ask that the the listeners out there but is there is there trash talking in golf
0: uh, a little bit. Well, we saw it between DeChambeau and Kepka, right? Well, that
1: was after the match and everything else, and after their game, after round or whatever it was. But like, if a guy chunks a, a wedge that he's got seventy-five yards in, and he chunks it, does somebody walk up and go, "A hey, nice fucking beaver pelt" or or something? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, is there is, is there to get between the, the your opponent's ears, especially if you're you're in the last group on Sunday? Can you walk by the guy and goes? There's no way you're making this pot. Is that? Is that? Or is it?
0: No, is, I think that's a games,
1: so you can't do that.
0: You no, know, I think that's pretty much verboten. Like the 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 stuff. Um. On on, if you're playing for money on Saturdays, obviously they're always playing for money. But it, like on Saturdays and Sundays, I think that would be frowned upon severely. Like you might even get fined by PGA. Well, you remind me of a story. Um Feinstein, a sports author. I, I've read a lot of his books. Yeah, One of his books was, was called uh, Good Walk Spoiled. Um I forget who he hung with, but he hung with a couple of professional golfers um uh for a season. And they were on, they were golfing and it was it was Friday. And Daly was John Daly was in the group behind them, and they were on a on a par four and they yeah. were putting out and all of a sudden Daly's ball comes rolling up on the green. Nice. And then they're like, well, what the fuck's he doing? And everybody's a little pissy. And then the one caddy stayed behind while the everybody else went onto the uh onto the next tee box. And he stayed behind and, and he waited for Daly. And he's like, well, What the fuck is that? Well, let's play some golf here, man. Yeah, let's go. Why why are you in such a hurry to shoot 80? <laughs> <Guess what? laughs> That's funny. <laughs> See, that's, that's hilarious. Good. Yeah, yes. that's funny stuff. And that's from a caddy to John Daly. And, and Daly had blown up on Friday. Uh sorry, on Thursday. Like so he was, he was, he just wanted to get done and and smoke and get back to the lounge and and get in his old mobile cutlass and, and drive back to Arkansas.
1: It's funny so, you say you say that story, Dave. I was at the garage pub here mess had on Saturday night, um, had a couple beers and talking to a an ex NHLer Blaine Locker played for the Bruins for he had a cup of coffee there for a year and a half, two years. Uh good, super good guy. I don't know how the story came up, but he was saying he was chirping off some guy and there was a bit of a kerfuffle and he he kind of caused it and the the referee and I can't let's just say it was Andy Van Helleman. went some, "Hey, rookie, no one's here to see to, to watch you fucking play. Shut the fuck up." A referee told a player that. And Locker goes he, he looked around and goes yeah, I guess you're right. One of those <laughs> things. things so yeah, all right, so I'll shut up because well, I, I am a rookie, so I should shut up. But anyways, chirpin. Uh, I I would love to see just one hockey game, mic'd up, uncensored. I'd pay. I would pay hundred bucks to watch that game.
0: Yeah, it would it would be pretty good, especially a rivalry game between two heated rivals. Yeah. Um. It 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 would be great. Um. I can't see it ever happening because. A, you're never going to keep kids' ears off that, right? And B, the league itself, the NHL brand, I don't really see it. It's its too much to risk in case something does get said that shouldn't be said, which probably well, happens.
1: Here in the 1420 podcast, we say a lot of things that shouldn't be said, and we're, uh, we, we're not not—we're not shy to say and We'll say them over and over again. Anyways, the 1420 podcast, four beer, sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Podcast, Four Beer Sports Soccer and a whole lot more. The college football championships on right now. And Dave, we're talking off air about uh college football teams and their fans, how they're fanatical and uh they, they're really into it and they travel well no matter what uh, what time of year it is they go whether your team's Boise State or University of Montana or U- University of Southern California Trojans or Alabama or whoever, they seem to they they travel really well. But Dave, when when is too much, too much uh, as a fan? Um, One, when you're at a game, when is it, when can you be a bit too much and like, Jesus, take a lap, man, and sit down.
0: Emotion. Well, well, first of all, let's, let's get this out of the way. Face paintings over the line. Like you, you, you shall, you should never paint your face as an adult. If you're under the age of
1: Fourteen, you can paint your face.
0: Yeah, you know what? If you're uh, if you're at a if you're a college, you're allowed to uh, you're allowed to paint your face, right? If you're a member of the college and you're at that that team's, like you're a student, not a parent. If you're you're a
1: student, you can paint your face. Yes, but you know what? I would okay. If I was a student, I would paint my body, not
0: my face, though. Yes. Uh, well you can do what you want i'll give okay. them, i'll okay. give them yeah. i'll give i'll give students of university students i'll give them carte blanche they're allowed yeah. to face paint and dress up however you because you you paid your tuition do what you want yeah yes as an adult i think it's just embarrassing to see face paint all these knuckleheads at Raiders game in the black hole or whatever they call yeah. it with their with their uh who's that wrestling team. The road the, warriors, the road warrior gear and stuff like that. That I'm a little bit embarrassed for him, but I don't cheer for him, so I'm not going to worry about that. Excuse me, as a fan, when when it, it, it emotion for the sake of emotion, like it's like if a good play that you're you you can cheer and stuff, but like just and and. And being over-aggressively cheering when there's nothing to cheer about drives me bonkers. I I totally
1: 100% agree, Dave. Me and Mike went to USC against, I think it was UCLA uh, a few years back, and this guy behind us was just yelling, defense! Ah!" Mike, um, brother Mike's mild mannered. He turned around and he said, you got to shut up, Matt. Like, they can't, Mike. First, said, they can't hear you, so like stop it, and it, and it's annoying. Like that one came out of my mouth. My brother was like, "Dude, like shut up, man! Like you're just yelling in my ear." They can't hear you, so quit it. I think that like football fan goes a bit bananas, and, and I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing for whatever reason, but they go above and beyond any other sport for their for their. They're they're almost
0: maniacal at times. I agree, and maybe I don't know if it's because football is probably the most violent sport. Also, it's the one where you have the fewest opportunities to go to games. Right, you only get to go to ten a year, as so, a right. If you want to go to the exhibition games, so so you got to save up for it, you gear for it. You have the day. Football isn't going to a game. It's a, it's a day. Right with the tailgate and the and the camaraderie, it's 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 a celebration for a day, whereas, you know, hockey eighty two, basketball eighty two, baseball one hundred and sixty two, that's that's a lot of games to get geared up for, right? Yeah, yeah. like
1: I like I'll watch like in a in a regular in a regular season I'll watch one hundred and forty Yankee games. I'll, I and I yeah, there's times where I get a little bit upset and but I I, rarely my screaming at the television. For 140 days out of 162. Right. Like I, I get pissed off and I for fuck's sake, or like that kind of thing, but I rarely am I screaming like a football
0: fan does. Football fans scream and I don't like they can't hear you, man. I don't I don't understand it. i like you know, at the appropriate times, it's appropriate to to think like um if uh, the defense of the home team defense is on this on the field and it's uh and it's third and two for the opposition. And 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 yelling so they can't do audibles and stuff. I I think that's that's part of the home field advantage. I really so do. when you're at the game,
1: when okay, other than paint paint in your face, when is it too much? Vulgarity's too much um, for me. Um, obviously, racist comments, blah blah blah. But when you're just screaming for the sake of screaming, that's too much for me. I I can't take that.
0: And 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 cheering and and. And over the top screaming and cheering and clapping with no actual knowledge and not relating to the play that's going on on the field. Right? Like it's like, come on, let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he gets threw a pick, man, oh, you got to stand by the team. Well, hmm, maybe not on this one. Okay. Like he, he fucked up and they have the ball. And, and I'm not going to cheer for the sake of cheering. Yes, I still want them to win, but. <laughs> I am not going to give him a go get him next time, boys. I'm a little bit mad. When you're uh, question number two, Dave, talking
1: about uh, being a fan, let's say you are you go to a buddy, let's, let's, let's leave the stadium. You go to a buddy's house and uh, they said, let's watch this game. Let's, let's take whatever, doesn't matter what sport. And your buddy knows that you're a fan of Team X. How aggressive can you get at your friend's house with people who are just there to watch the game and enjoy themselves? Like you're the only person who's invested in the team that is playing. How aggressive can you get as a guest at someone's house, watching a game that they have a little interest in, but you got a lot of interest in like how, how, how aggressive can you get as, Dave Van Roves.
0: Well, here, here's the thing, if the stakes are quite high in this game, you're like not a, going. A I'm not going. I'm watching okay, that one by hypothetically. Myself. Hypothetically. hypothetically, yes, we I am there and I and I do watch the game. I think it, it it is totally dependent on the gameplay. Like I think it's easier to be mild-mannered when the team is doing well as opposed to mild mannered when the team is making a not playing well b um making mis- critical mistakes c getting job by the refs like if if all three of those things are happened there might be some nc17 stuff coming out of this pie hole <laughs> <laughs> i see i and not in a not in a rage and breaking stuff, but but you know my my tongue can get pretty like, sharp. Fuck fucking, fucking, And you know, and and then like a, a bad officiating call can, will just that can put me over the top if I'm if I'm if I'm an active participant in being a fan in this game. Yeah, I hate referees blowing a game. It, it, ma-
1: it makes it tough to watch. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, like even okay, go ahead. So keep going. Well, I'll well, just say even like uh uh in my house, it's there's there's three things that you can tell how it's going for my team. It's like you gotta catch that, you gotta catch that, and then if the same perpetrator has gotten two you gotta catch that from me, just catch the goddamn ball. Yep. Fuck. Like and like when the frustration see, uh, seeps in, then then uh, you can you can see the temperature rising, and then like I said, the the ball the the mouth gets a little bit uh, salty.
1: Like with the, with me with the Yankees at like at my at my place uh, with Deanne there, um, there's three things that, would, that also make her laugh. Um, one of them, that's not a strike. Is when I always I say oh, it's not a strike, that's one. And then if the Yankees lose, we'll try again tomorrow. Every time, every we'll, oh, we'll try again tomorrow. So you get another, you, you get 161 more chances, right? If you lose opening 161 and three, I'm like, for fuck's sakes, or bunt, bunt for fuck's sakes, and it never happens. So that okay. Question three: If you invite people to your house to watch the game that they aren't invested in but you are how aggressive can you get at your own place that doesn't make it uncomfortable for the others
0: oh no well not as uh well I think anyone that I would invite over knows me enough by now that I can be a passionate individual in my sporting (laughs) with Uh, anything really Ben Halen
1: fuck whatever
0: I, I can be passionate <laughs> and that's part of my charm. So I think yeah. I, I think charm. I would be, I think, <laughs> I think I would be doing my guest Is that what it's dis- called? now? it's charm. Well, in this case, it would be okay, part of my so charm. Charmed. I think so. Well, you know, <laughs> people you're still charmed. pick up the phone when I call. Like that's, there you that's go. all I'm saying. There you go. Um, I think I would be doing my guests a disservice not to display some emotion. Yes. While watching. But like you know, like the as far as uh, C sharps and stuff like that, those aren't coming out. No, no, never, no. never, never, never. Right. Like, and 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 the list, like once again, depending on the stakes of said game, um, and and how it's how it's transpiring in front of me, it can. Uh, the volume and 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 saltiness can can vary, and 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 that's just the risk you're going to pay. Uh, the price you have to pay if you want to come and watch me watch my team in a game with a lot of
1: yeah Dave let's make a deal if the Broncos go Super Bowl I go (coughs) to your I go to your house if the Yankees go to the World Series you come to my house
0: not for all not for all seven games oh no I couldn't take the
1: seven on a chance okay there's no way maybe
0: like a game five or (laughs)
1: game five when you know it's Two two games apiece. No no one can win the World Series that night. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah.
0: That's, that's if it was if it a was a,
1: if it was a seven, I would be home alone. I would probably yeah. tell the end, the end to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Like when uh, Denver's uh, two Super Bowls they went to with Peyton Manning, I watched them alone and yeah. thank Christ I took it pretty hard from a buddy that was having a Super Bowl party. Um, he was like, "What? You can't you can't handle yourself?" I go, "I can." but if things go wrong i i just want to be at home base and uh and that was the the year they got just curb stomped by uh um seattle and i was yeah. so glad i was at home watching that by myself
1: when the yankees lost in 17 in the uh, ALCS there's no good cheating fucking astros um i wasn't mad i was i was just i i, I don't think i i spoke for like half an hour. I was just because me me and my brother were there not three weeks, three weeks early in the Bronx. And it's just I was just it sucked. Like it just sucked. Just you know disappointed. It, it's just disappointed like you, you put a like I mean do anything you just watch game drink beer, but like you put so much time and effort into it and you're just
0: like fuck that sucked. Well, that's it's it's a, a, emotional energy that you're willing to give to a team. And I was so fan. like
1: I had a, and I was so tired, like because you just go like this and up and down. and It's like fuck, and I don't think I said anything
0: for half an hour. And it's and it's yeah. it's, a, it's a time investment too. A playoff game in uh, in baseball is a four hour investment. Man. Yeah. like that's it was, that's and it long. was
1: game seven of the. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, sports is fun. It's great to watch and like it, Show some emotion and it's, it's such a great thing. And people who don't watch sports, I don't trust them. I really don't. I don't know what they do with their lives. I don't get it, but whatever. It's their own prerogative. I think they're weird.
0: Well it's my
1: it's my opinion, Dave. I'm entitled to it.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Like into each their own and and, and you know it's it is a good thing. It's 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 fun to watch and 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 like I say, when you invest your emotional energy into anything, um it, it's the reward is is better, but the setbacks are also cut a little deeper. So it's, yeah. it's but it, it's 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 a trade off, and and it's it's part of being an adult, right? Like that was a
1: very grown up answer, Dave.
0: It's you know as kids, if it, you know, if, it was, I, if it was
1: if it was a Thursday show, your answer might be a bit different. Usually Thursday shows are a little bit different, a little more, a little more beer little involved and everything else. Thursdays, but whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beers worth talking, a whole lot more. We have a would you rather coming up next. Dave, usually these would you rathers are your uh, specialty, but I came up with one tonight. Sitting around, uh, went for a burger next door, there uh, having a beer, and I was thinking about uh, what we could talk about tonight. We've been we've been on the air quite a bit lately and talking about some different things for some extended period of time. But I came up with a would you rather that might get a, a as we get older. And I mean, we used to be able to, to give her six, seven nights a week and whatever, and get into her here here and there. But Dave, I got a would you rather uh, for you tonight. Would you rather go on a seven-day vacation by yourself to watch, like say, there's a football game, a basketball game, a hockey game, where there's a full slate of sporting events. You go by yourself for seven days. Or it's a survivor type of vacation with seven buddies and the guy who doesn't make it gets sent home. What would you rather do? Go to 7 days by yourself or the 7 days survivor series with your friends to the same seven events.
0: Um like what do you mean like who gets sent home after every day? Like th- th- there's a, there's a vote
1: off the islands or the first guy to pass over the first or the guy who's shitty or whatever or something or even tough- draw
0: numbers out of the hat.
1: Or, or yeah, whatever. Something like you're just no. you, you're you're
0: not allowed here anymore. You may you may only get to go to one. You may only get to go to one. Do the events get progressively better, or is it just a uh, just have, well, a? Let's a say let's one.
1: let's let's start with a basketball game on on a on a on a Wednesday. Then you got a, a baseball game on a on a Thursday, a college football game on a Friday night. You got. Then you go onto the mat. You go into a golf thing on Saturday afternoon. They just go on. It's just no real rhyme or reason. Okay. Go by yourself and get all seven or go with seven buddies and a survivor type of event.
0: Um, I'd have to know the roster. Before making my my final, final decision, but as a general rule with a hodgepodge without um, it being like a dreamless kind of thing, I would, I would, I think I would rather go with, with friends. It's always more fun because it's not just the game. It's the lead up to the game. Well, what if you're out night one? then i go home night one never up never in right like the the joy is multiplied uh sevenfold um when you're with people and 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 i know your mindset is like well you just go to the bar and start talking to someone and i get it and that's fun but then at the end <laughs> not of the every day every time but not every time but then at the end of the day you go back to the hotel you wake up for breakfast and then you're not talking about how great last night was with your buddies to an extent because they're like i
1: think i i know you well enough and i know i know me well enough but there's times where you you're with your buddies after a night of giving or two nights of giving or three nights of giving or getting into whatever where you do need like that 20 minutes like just would everybody just please fuck off or for or an hour or whatever he's leave me alone for a little bit here i just need to just not be around
0: what just, you can still do right you yeah. can shut up, like, you know, just lock yourself in the bathroom for an hour and
1: <laughs> sleep, whatever. Or whatever. I've been to a number of places by myself, but I I enjoy it like because you, you can always, you see, I, like I find personally when I go to a place by myself, I learn more about the place. And I, I learn more about the people at said place than because I'm not trying to appease the people that I'm with. Do you understand what you don't know get at?
0: Oh no, no, I, I totally understand what you what you're talking about. And and there's times you know, where I've been I, places uh, by myself. I wish that some of my friends were there. Absolutely.
1: But there's times where I've been by myself where I'm like this is I, I I this is pretty great to be here. I'm good. I'm I'm perfectly okay being here by myself.
0: No, and, and I get that. Seven days of that, I think for me. I'm not saying like I, I like I can manage it and I would have a very good time by myself. I know I would. But I, I think the enjoyment of having people there is better, and I'm perfectly comfortable of fucking off and doing something by myself too. Yeah, like where's Dave? Don't worry, I'll see you at separate. Right? will here or
1: whatever. Yeah. Right,
0: like time time to for big fella to to have one by himself and and uh, recharge the batteries.
1: Yeah. So would you rather? So you're a Garrett go for Survivor. One night you get it, you might you might make all seven instead of going for seven by yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would I would I think I'm gonna choose camaraderie on this one. Um, because you know you have my math isn't awesome, but you have a 60% chance of seeing three of them, right? Yeah, yeah, true enough. Or maybe plan
1: it that way. Yeah, that, you know what? Now that I think about it, plan it that way. See what the events are. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna really give her shit for the for, for the first three nights, and then you know what? I don't want to go to that fucking game anyway. So I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna go hard for two nights, and then I'm going home. And I'm I'll watch, good. I'll watch I'm gonna be the first one out after night three. I'm see see you later. Yeah, I'm good. You know, yeah, that, that's uh,
0: not impossible either. Yeah.
1: No, that's uh, it's interesting. Like that, uh, like uh, like there's been, like I said, there have been places I went where I wish I was uh, had some buddies and stuff around and people to talk to. But there's times where I got to meet some pretty cool people because there wasn't people around. You know, I, I've I've had conversations because there wasn't anybody else around where you're trying to appease everybody else and do do things. But uh, no, it's interesting. Sports and going to live sporting events where we, we we were getting really close for the longest time there, and now we're kind of going in reverse again with the the COVID and everything else, and uh, just so tired of it. But just keep following the rules. That's all we can do.
0: You know what? I would rather go to a sports bar by myself seven days in a row than going to a live event seven days in a row. I think almost.
1: Yeah, like because, I don't are you know, like when you're sitting at a at a game, sometimes you, you do like someone to talk to.
0: Yeah, when when you're alone, like like so you're you're alone with seventy thousand people is it because they don't want to
1: talk a whole bunch when they're at a game like right. when you're sitting with sitting beside a, a, a guy at a baseball game sometimes they there's some good banter. I, I've sat beside some really good people at baseball games and they and just just bullshit talking like have a beer whatever but when you're at a sports bar they guarantee we'll talk to you
0: right and and then you, you don't know who you're going to be and sitting the bartender inside. will talk
1: to you and whatever. Right, you know, and then, but sometimes you sit beside a douche canoe for seven, for nine innings. You're like, oh, fuck this, this is gonna suck for nine innings.
0: Yeah. Whereas in like in the sports bar, you can just. Gonna, you know, I gotta I, go. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't have a ticket for this chair. I can move, yeah. and 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 then like you know, getting up and going for a beer and a piss. Like sure, you have those those little conversations, um, but it's it's not the same as as. You know, as a lengthy conversation, which, yeah. which, which is a good part about being a, a spectator at a sporting event.
1: Yeah. And anyway, you know, it's an interesting little thought, thought I had over early plan of having a beer and in a, in a burger. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. Pretty simple, pretty sweet, pretty short. Uh, got her out there for the, for, for the masses. Hopefully you guys, uh, listen, talk, talk to people about the show. We greatly pre- appreciate all the support we've gotten thus far. Help us build this thing to where we want it to get, which we're not even sure where we wanted to get, but we're, uh, we're growing it on a daily basis, which we're very proud of.
0: Yep, yeah, and uh, the head down, ass up. These collaborations are, are a fun thing. Hopefully, we can line a couple of more th- things like that up. I I hope I do not jinx this, but as we speak right now, Georgia is up eight with two minutes and 19 seconds left in the game. Uh, just hold on, boys. Just hold, just hold on. Wilson Phillips this shit. Hold on for one more day. Wilson Phillips. <laughs> just, yeah, just two more minutes. <laughs> Beat, Bama. Beat Bama. Beat Bama. There Bama you Code go. Dogs. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four mirror sports talk and a
1: whole lot more. Take care of each other. More important. Take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches. Jimmy. There we go. Have a good night, folks.
0: We'll talk to you again on Thursday.